This is a Game of Codes on the Raw Show's biggest sporting debate. We're coming to the end of the decade, as we've discussed, Jeffers. So we're going to start looking 10 years forward and what the next decade looks like for all sports. Um, yep. We've got Mike Tuckman, uh, football expert at theraw.com.au, is going to help us look at what football in Australia looks like for the next 10 years. How are you, mate? I'm well, guys. Thanks for having me. And what's the sort of scenario we're looking at, mate? What, are we, what can we expect from football in Australia? Uh, hopefully that it still exists. Uh, in a professional capacity. I've been accused of being slightly negative in some of my columns for the Roar in the past. Uh, I would claim to be a stone-cold realist myself. Um, But the reality is that um, much of what the A-League will look like uh, in 10 years' time probably depends on the next broadcast deal. Um, And I'd say the same is true for the way the A-League looks right now. Um, And part of that is because it seems almost certain now that Fox Sports won't be continuing to broadcast the A-League as it has done pretty much every season uh, since since day one in the A-League uh, beyond the current broadcast deal. And that broadcast deal at the moment is worth about $50 million, give or take, depending on expansion uh, per season to the A-League. So I think the question of what the A-League and football in general, I suppose, will look like in 10 years' time in Australia is really quite dependent on what kind of broadcast money the game can uh, can find, probably within the next two or three years. Yeah, it, it's a fascinating scenario, almost not just for football, but in sport for sport in general, when you're looking at it through this lens of broadcast deals, because Foxtel made such a big loss and said they were going to look at cutting back their, um, I, I suppose, their second-tier sporting broadcast rights. Um, what... It's not one. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but what happens with the rugby broadcast deal before the A-League one is going to have a bit of an impact and going to be a bit of a barometer for what happens with the A-League. Um, and, yeah, that that's going to be a real litmus test for sports which aren't cricket, AFL, NRL. Um, I think, you know, it, it could be the kind of thing where if let, let's say Fox take a reduced role, or it's you know solely on a free-to-air provider, that could in some, it's certainly going to lead to less money going into the FFA's coffers and the A League's coffers. But that could also, um, you know, in a bit of a paradox, actually help the league out by giving it a free-to-air platform that could get some more eyeballs on it. Um, what it needs is a free-to-air partner to really invest in the code, invest in the competition. And promote it. And the example that everyone uses when talking about things like that is the Big Bash um, cricket earlier this decade when you know Channel 10 did such a wonderful job with that. It's never going to explode to that level, I don't think. But if someone can approach it with the same kind of vigor and passion, then that would be such a, such a bonus for the A-League. You're right, Dan. And it, the problem for the A-League is that the Fox Sports broadcast deal has really been a double-edged sword in that... It actually funds the A-League itself, and I don't think there's been enough recognition from fans about that fact. I think without the Fox Sports money, uh, I'm not entirely sure that the A-League would have existed for the past 10 years. Mm. But having said that, there's certainly been a feeling, long been a feeling in the game, that it's actually locked away behind a paywall. Yes. And because it is locked away behind a paywall, we haven't seen that free-to-air investment at all. And I'm, you know, that case is amply made by the fact that it's ended up on the ABC with no commercial network really interested in broadcasting the A-League at all. And that's that's a big worry, and that's something that needs to be resolved within the next two to three years, just to ensure that there's some money going to continue to be coming into the game. 
Yeah, I mean, look, looking beyond just broadcast deals, I, I think you know it's fairly safe to say we're probably going to have further expansion of the A League. Um, so long as the the financial backing is there, um, I've said before that I'd love to see a, a team in Wollongong. Um, Canberra's another option, which probably looks like its next cab off the rank for an A League team. How much can it expand though? Is the talent pool there? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think. Uh, the A League needs to look at getting more players from um, one minute from the wider region in here. Get more Asian players populating the league. Um, look at getting more young Australian players. I mean, because that's the thing: you expand the league, there should theoretically be more spots um, for young emerging uh, Socceroos talent to come through. So I don't think the talent's an issue so so much as the money. But yeah, a few more extra teams, uh, and of course the second division, something we haven't really talked about. That's certainly going to be on the agenda for the next 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying the A-League needs to get to a four-team division uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, One of those teams absolutely has to be Canberra, uh, whether it's uh, Wollongong or or another. Potentially, I don't think there's a market in Brisbane for another side, um, but it needs to get to a four-team team uh, division as quickly as possible. And a qualifying for the 2022 World Cup, surely. Yeah, we'd take that. That'd be <laughs> very nice. Uh, start on the right foot on that track, at least. Football expert at theraw.com.au. Thanks for coming on. A game of code to show his biggest sporting debate, Mr. Mike Tuckerman. No worries, guys. Cheers. On the Raw, game of codes. Australia's biggest sporting debate.